Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, summer is around the corner, and for my fellow foodies, that means outdoor dining is back, at least until it rains. Newsletter editor Francesca DeBecco and I are with one of our favorite local content creator, Sophia Chang. She's at Soph Eating on Insta, and we're bringing you the best patio spots in Pittsburgh. It's Thursday, June 9th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. So I really enjoy seeing people getting outside, taking advantage of the now longer days and warmer nights heading into the summer. The one way I that we can really do that is like outdoor dining. So Sophia, before we kind of get into the specific places, what are some things that make a great outdoor dining experience? Yeah, I think the view and the ambiance, of course, the food really matters. So mm, of course. I think <laughs> all of that comes together to make a good outdoor dining experience. And of course, we have to hope that the Pittsburgh weather will hold up. But oh. you know, Everything is riding on that. Since the pandemic, a lot of restaurants have transitioned their dining areas to outdoors, too. Um, There's like those igloos that are in the street, um, the table set up in bike lanes. Are we considering those on this list? What do you think? I think that they should be considered, but are they my favorite? Maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, this is um, a pretty new development in the pandemic. Um, Back in February, City Council approved these um, permanent outdoor dining uh, permits so that restaurants can expand their fresh air seating. I know that there is um, an expansion happening right now, actually on 6th Street. They're putting in permanent patios. I definitely appreciate having this option, and I think it makes – people feel a lot safer during the pandemic and as cases are rising and falling again and (laughs) rising again. (laughs) Um, For sure, it it really accommodates, except there is the case of, uh, you know, accommodating pedestrians and allowing people with disabilities to get around on the sidewalks. My fear is just safety. Yeah. (laughs) That's my big uh, concern. I'm always worried that I'm going to get clipped by a car or by a biker. So that's generally why they're not always my favorite. I think it's a great option to have, but the design and like the intentionality behind it, um, if they're doing it permanently, I think that's a great way to to go about it. Yeah, I think I'm never fully comfortable um, sitting in the streets eating. Never fully comfortable. Like I love it and I'm excited to just sit outside, but I'm, I'm always like a little anxious. So. Yeah. So let's get into some of the places so I can start to plan my next day out that have like the best outdoor spot with a view. Ooh, my favorite definitely would have to be Beer Garden in Mm. downtown. Their rooftop bar is literally everything. That's at Hotel Monaco, right? What makes that so special? Yeah, uh, it is inside Hotel Monaco. And I think just getting to go up there on the elevator to the ninth floor makes it like such a fun experience. And they have a lot of frozen drinks, which I like. And of course, their giant pretzel. The one thing I will say is there's no rain cover. So if there's sporadic (laughs) rain, everybody runs. I've never been there. I'd really like to go. I can't believe I haven't been. I feel like it's a place that everyone should go to, especially, you know, looking for that ambiance and that experience. Like the summit, too. I feel like the summit has good cocktails. Yeah. Where's the summit? 
in Mount Washington. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I am also not a huge drinker. Morgan is sober. So we like to mention places that also have good mocktails. Uh, do you know if they have any any good ones there? Though it's a beer garden. Oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I... Don't know if they have any specifically on their menu, but I feel like it's the kind of place where you could ask them to make one and they would. Totally. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about one of my favorite places with a view. Um, I actually mm-hmm. just went uh, for my birthday um, to Over Eden in Lawrenceville. That's on top of the Trip Hotel. So charming and like one of the most, I feel like unique views of the city on a rooftop. Although this was one of the days where uh, rain came and um, they have one of those like roll down uh, garage doors to kind of. uh, Yeah, Um, I think a lot of places have uh, one similar to those. Um, So it was really brewing up a storm outside and you saw them, you know, rush to pull the windows down. But it was still kind of neat to be out there and like watch the storm from inside. But yeah, I really enjoyed it there. The ambiance is great. Like the style of it is super cute. Um, Yeah, what? What do you see? I've I've never been there, um, but I drive past it a lot because I have friends that live in Lawrenceville, and so I look up and I and I kind of see like slightly what's going on in there. But what do you see when you're in there? Yeah, you mostly see like the city the city view, like over like the strip district and the buildings downtown. I really haven't seen a, a view like that from any other spot. Um, so I think it's really unique in that way. And I also think it would be like super cute for like a little staycation. Not that really I have all the money to spend to just do a staycation at a hotel. But um, if anybody's come into town, highly recommend. Yeah. So if we do have friends come into town or if I kind of want a more – I guess, informal setting rather than like, you know, seated dining. Where, where are some places I could bring a group of friends? Ooh, I would bring friends to Coughlin's Law in Mount Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, they have outdoor dining in the front and then they have like a patio in the back where there's a little view and uh, it's pretty informal bar food and the vibe is very casual, which is nice. That's nice. Is there like a lot of seating back there like that you could host like a group of friends? Yeah, and I know they'll close off the back for um, parties and that kind of stuff too. Very cool. So what kind of like food and drinks do they have? Because I've again, one of these places that it's like I've driven past and haven't gone into, um, but it does look I, – I, I love the view. Everything from Mount Washington is gorgeous. Yeah, truly. I think their peach burger is really good. Peach and I know burger. They, peach? Yeah, oh my gosh. What? It's like a burger with – peach slices and bacon and goat cheese, but I don't eat cheese, so Mm -hmm. I don't get the goat cheese, but it's really good. And then I know they have some good veggie options too, like they had fried cauliflower, Mm. um, and they do some interesting cocktails, and they have a big beer list also. Mm, That's good to keep in mind if folks like are taking their friends around town, touring them, um, maybe take a ride up the incline, go there, have a nice meal. I feel like that would be just a lovely day. That would be fun. The incline does get really hot, though, so make sure you sit in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so Pittsburgh is the Paris of Appalachia. I think that's what the saying is. I love that you said that. Right? <laughs> I think it's romantic. You know, it's yes. a, little, a little polluted, but it's romantic. <laughs> um, but so is Paris. Um, what are some of the most romantic places uh, that you could take someone that's, that's outdoors and, and yeah, What's the scene like for that? Francesca, do you have a place in mind? 
I definitely think Pusity's Garden is on this list. The ambiance is just so charming. It's like you're in a whole other world when you go there. Um, and of course, the food is amazing. What's What's the ambiance like? What's it like when you, you walk in? Just um, Sophia, help me because I think you've been more recently um, since yeah. they've renovated and everything. But the outdoors is like filled with plants, and you know there's. There's lights hanging and yeah, it's just stunning. Like the building is shaped like a O. So when you walk in through the doors, it's there's someone greeting you, and then you can either go straight through the garden or you can go around and there's like a bar area and a bunch of seating. And like the indoor and outdoor ambiance is like two different worlds too. So you can really get different experiences. Like the inside is very dark and romantic, and the outside is like you're in like a fairy garden with these beautiful plants. And speaking of mocktails, they have amazing mocktails too. There's like a coconut, salt water, lime one that literally I want to drink 10 of them every time I'm there. But I'm like, okay, I can't spend like a million dollars on just (laughs) mocktails. (laughs) I like that you said that it is like a whole other world. Like inside it's very moody, but outside it's like enchanting. Yeah, that's what I think of like an enchanted little forest. What kind of food do they have? They have northern Thai food and their 17 ingredient salad is like chef's kiss. It's like sliced mangoes, sliced cucumbers, a bunch of different lettuces, dried shrimp, Thai chilies, and you like get to toss it yourself and grapefruit and toasted rice. It's just so, so good. That sounds so like fresh and refreshing. Oh, you know, the Thai place I love is Nikki's Thai Kitchen. A lot of people sleep on the north side spot, um, but they have a really cute little patio. But oh my God, the spring rolls and the crab rangoon. Ooh, Nikki's Thai is good too. Mm. And they have a nice outdoor spot too down here downtown. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they've had it. I don't know if it's been since the pandemic, but I've been down here for a year and a half and it's been there since. And they have it kind of, it's enclosed. It is in the street, but it does, I I think because it has plants, maybe it doesn't feel as unsafe. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not seeing the car zoom by me. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a really nice, um, and inside it's it's very nice too. It's, you know, dark, a little bit moody too. um, But the Mm -hmm. outdoor dining is really nice and you can go there for lunch. Speaking of other unexpected uh, street dining in downtown. I love Bebe's Kitchen's little like greenhouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, it's their cafe, right? So the cafe has the roll-up window, but uh-huh. kitchen outside has that little like white structure. Oh, and I think it was right. part that's of right. a, yeah, I think it was part of a design competition that they won. I, I may not be remembering the details correctly. No, Sophia, yeah. I think you're right. And it was like um, all about creating like more green spaces. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that came before the pandemic. So they were kind of ahead of the ahead of the curve there. Another like under the radar spot that I want to talk about is sort of just like a neighbor neighborhood spot. Um, I used to live in Manchester and I loved going to our little neighborhood bar called uh, Leo, a public house. And they have a little deck that's perfect for like to bring some friends and get some cocktails, really great drinks. Food is like sandwiches, like pub style food. The owner there, Michael, he uh, puts so much love into his food and into his, you know, his ingredients that he gets. He like grows a lot of stuff in his garden in the summertime. Um, just really love, really love that spot. So just wanted to shout out that one. Yeah. Another good under the radar spot is Cafe 33. 
My parents are from Taiwan, and my mom specifically is from the southern region of Taiwan called Tainan. And um, Cafe Thirty Three has some traditional Tainan little dishes,、oh, like、cool. their stinky tofu, their guapao, like their pork bun, and they、yeah. used to have a sticky rice dish. And yeah, it's just so good. And their outdoor space is so cute. It has twinkle lights and like that little wood structure. It's just really, really cute. Um, another under the radar cheap place to eat, where you could still sit outside, is the Eaton Park. In the waterfront, <laughs> Wait, it's got a great patio.、That. It's got a great patio.、Um, I think you know. I mean, you know, there's not. If you like Eaton Park breakfast, right? It's just you know, if you're going for breakfast, it's just、hey. sometimes. If you've had a night out, you know, and you need and you need a cheap, greasy breakfast,、um, that patio is really nice in the summer, and you can go. Like right out from the patio, and then you're right on that、um, trail along、uh, the river. Okay, I definitely need to go because honestly, I love Eaton Park's、um, chicken noodle soup.、Thanks. So I'll、okay. drink some hot soup <laughs> on a hot summer day <laughs> outside. So it'll、yeah. be worth it. <laughs> no, we are making our summer bucket list as we speak.、Um, so many places to try.、Um, we really appreciate you taking the time、mm-hmm. to join us today, Sophia. AKA yeah, Girl I Fieri. Had, <laughs> <laughs> I had such a blast. Thank you all for having me.、Uh, we'll definitely have to go eat together at one of the places, and I'm pumped. Now to some updates on some of our most recent podcasts. The Tito House in Uptown now has historic designation. Congratulations to them. The home was built in 1884 and owned by prominent Prohibition era bootlegger Joe Tito, who became the owner of Latrobe Brewing Company. You can get all the details from our February 23rd episode, plus the secret history of Rolling Rock beer. The Pennsylvania Senate passed GOP legislation to prohibit transgender girls and women from participating in women's sports. We first talked about the bill back on March 31st. It requires public schools, K through 12, and colleges to designate sports as male, female, or co-ed. The House gets it next. They already okayed an identical one, but they're probably moot because Governor Tom Wolf says he'll veto the legislation. And former hedge fund CEO David McCormick has conceded. We talked about all the implications behind this year's primary on May 31st on our podcast, but McCormick decided even a recount wouldn't give him enough votes. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Megan Harris is our lead producer. Our newsletter editor is Francesca DeBecco. Mallory Falk produces the show, and our host is me, Morgan Moody. Music is by Benji. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and of course, subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back on Tuesday with more news from around the city, and we'll be daily in just a couple more weeks. So we can't wait. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. I love Eaton Park, and I used to love a salad bar. Unfortunately, the pandemic has taken that away from us as well.